0: Welcome to D.I.T.D. Down in the Den, and I'm your host, Mars, and today we will be talking about the first full trailer for Fast 9. So in the words of Vin Diesel, a.k.a. Dom Toretto himself, let's go! So the trailer opens with Dom, Letty, and Little Brian at a farmhouse, apparently living the domesticated, I presume, retired life, and Letty hands over that famous crucifix necklace to little Brian and tells him for protection from the things that are about to come or from what's coming, something like that. And the music goes from the sweet piano of Wiz Khalifa's song to dum, 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 drama. So what's coming, you might ask. Uh, we see the crew reunite. We see Ludacris as Taj and uh Tyrese's Roman uh Jordana Brewster's character uh uh Emanuel's character Ramsey uh uh all unite they're in some type of garage or clubhouse and you see some crazy action shots you hear Vin Diesel's vo- voiceover about running from your past and no matter how fast you are eventually your past catches up with you and your past come my past is finally caught up with me. And what is that pass? Dun-dun-dun-dun! John Cena! Who is revealed to be none other than, I presume, Jacob Toretto, Dom's long-lost brother that after nine movies we are finding out he has a brother. Uh, this is followed by some classic Roman exposition that Cena is a master thief an assassin, a high-performance driver, and just a general badass. We then cut to Charlize Theron's character. She's back, the big bad guy, Cypher. And she is, I don't know if she's manipulating uh, John Cena's character, Jacob, or she's teaming up, but she lets us know right off the bat that Cena, a.k.a. Jacob is bigger, faster, smarter, stronger than Dom. And if he's ready to kill him, she's ready too. We then cut to Helen Maron's uh, character of uh, Mama Shaw, as I like to call her. And she gives some more uh, speeches about family. Action shots, action shots. We see the ladies getting into a lot of fights in action this time. We even see Ludacris' character kicking some butt. And then we have a quick glance at Lucas Black. He's back as Sean Bilesdwell, as well as Jason Tobin's Earl there from Tokyo Drift. If you remember, they were a couple of uh, Han's good friends who have somehow strapped a rocket engine onto a Pontiac Ferrero. And uh, more comment relief from uh, Tej and Roman. Eventually, you see Roman's driving this rocket-powered Pontiac, and he gives some line about his butt being on fuego or something like that. Uh, more crazy action, gun talk, uh, lots of uh, combat, more tough, t- tough talk between Cena and Diesel, followed by some crazy uh, magnetic stealth bomber. I don't know where. Cipher so gets the money for these things, but there she is. She's driving some type of magnetic plane, and then we see Dom and Letty in a car, and she's saying, I, "I'm I'm hoping you're not thinking what I think you're thinking," and and he somehow swings his car from the mountain. But that's not the biggest shocker. After you see all of the action, it's revealed that Han, my favorite character is alive, and uh, that sets it up, and then we see the title card, F9, coming May 22nd, 2020. Wow. So that was a lot to take in in a three-plus-minute trailer, but I'm really, really excited about this movie. Um, Fast and Furious, I've talked about it before in previous podcasts, but where it started, and where we're at today, if you would have told me this 20 years ago, I would have thought you were crazy. It starts off as a blatant knockoff of Point Break with Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves, where you have an undercover agent gets into a gang of thieves, and stuff. they were X-game type uh, surfers in, in Point Break, and here they're street racers. But other than that, it's pretty much the same as that movie. And now we have international spies and hitmen and secret agencies and hackers and hacktivists and terrorists. And they're saving the world on multiple occasions. And it's just, it's a lot to take in. But it's, for the most part, there hasn't been too many missteps in this series. Uh, Of course, the first one was classic. I was, I want to say, a freshman in college when the first one came out. was really cool. Everybody drove their little fancy uh, Hondas and and Nissans to the movies and did burnouts. And then Vin Diesel kind of became a big star uh, and left the series behind and left it to the late Paul Walker. And John Singleton directed Too Fast, Too Furious, which was okay. Uh, Not my favorite movie. That's where you... We're introduced to Tyrese's Roman, um, some other characters. Ludacris also made his debut in Too Fast and Too Furious. And at that point, it seemed like the series was over. Paul Walker no longer wanted to be in the movie. Vin Diesel had pretty much tapped out. And they tried to go another route. And that's when Justin Lin took over with Tokyo Drift. And a lot of people pan Tokyo Drift. I actually liked it. It was pretty interesting. You saw uh, uh, the new generation. You saw uh, Sean Boswell and Bow Wow's Twinkie, and you met Han. So there were some characters that are still in the franchise today, but for the most part, people weren't really feeling Tokyo Drift. It was a little bit different from the previous movies. But then we saw, at the end of Tokyo Drift, Dom's return, Ben Diesel's return and what we thought was just a cameo ended up being a setup for a whole new life in this franchise they then did Fast and Furious not to be confused with the Fast and Furious which was tatlined by new models same parts or something like that where you reunited the original cast uh from Fast 4 you get fast five which by far is my favorite where you introduce the rock and now the movie started growing from just criminals on the run who were still in dvd players from the back of a truck to now we have international agents hunting after them and they're going on heists and it became more of a heist movie you get fast six which was really good fast seven the last one with paul walker Fast 8, or Fate of the Furious, not my favorite. Justin Lin uh, left the series, and that was uh, then directed by, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's the guy who did uh, Straight Out of Compton, which was a huge success, and I think that's why he uh, got the role. But there was a lot of drama in that movie, mainly between uh, the two biggest stars, The Rock and Vin Diesel. And if you notice in that movie, they never shared a scene together. So, it was very disjointed in my opinion. Uh, not my favorite of the franchise. They did introduce some interesting concepts. We saw uh, the nobodies and we saw the uh, little nobody, um, played by Clint Eastwood's son. Um, there were some interesting concepts, but it was just a little too over the top for me. Bad Vin Diesel was the twist as he was controlled by Charlize Theron character. We also were introduced that Vin Diesel had a son that we didn't know about, but not my favorite. But now Justin Lin is back, and already you can see the movie has more focus. He's here to wrap up the series. Apparently, uh, after Fast 9, they're going to wrap up the Fast Saga with Fast 10. So uh, I'm really excited about this movie. It looks really good. I'm really glad The Rock and uh, Jason Statham's character have gone off on their own thing. And I don't think this is in for Fast and Furious, even though the main saga may end at Fast 10. I wouldn't be surprised to see several spinoffs from this. Uh, Perhaps one, I'm sure there'll be some redemption for John Cena's character and if he's very popular i could see him getting a spin off there were rumors of Ludacris and tyrese getting a spin off i don't think they're big enough stars to get a spin off maybe a tv series i could certainly see something like that like a disney plus even though disney doesn't own it but a series like that starring those two i think that could work uh you throw in uh nathalie Emmanuel's. uh Ramsey character and I I think that could be something that could work Um, Michelle Rodriguez character could certainly uh, help with a spinoff maybe a Ladies Fast and Furious there's unlimited options on where they could go but I'm pretty excited for this movie you have to just suspend your disbelief you know they're going to do things that are just not physically possible that put them on line with almost some of the Avengers some of the action pieces that they have set for this movie. But I'm really, really, really excited uh for this. The trailer was awesome. Uh There are rumors, and, and I'm very curious when you see that... Well, there's a couple of things that I'm curious. Number one, Jordana Brewster, she's back. Obviously, Paul Walker, rest in peace, is not there. Last we've heard of their characters, they had settled down with two kids and now she's back. There are rumors that Paul Walker's brothers are going to reprise their roles and in, in perhaps just a cameo showing what have become of uh, Brian. And we know the technology is out there. Anyone that's seen Rise of the Skywalker, you see, you do not have to be alive anymore. Uh, the way that the technology is there. With a body double like Cody Walker and his brother and the technology, they could put him in the movie. Even if it's just for a cameo or an extended piece, they could put him in the movie. And I'm sure we're going to see what has become of Brian and why he can't continue these missions. Maybe he's been arrested. Maybe he got in a car accident and, and he's or attacked by Vin Diesel's brother's character, and and I think that's going to be the route they go, and that's just sheer speculation. But I feel he's going to, to get to Dom, he's going to attack his sister and his brother-in-law first, and I think that's going to end up potentially writing off uh, Paul Walker's character, even though I feel he had the perfect ending, but we need a reason for Jordina Brewster to be back and Paul Walker not to be. So there's a lot of speculation there. More importantly, how is Han coming back? I mean, we saw him blow up, or did we? I know the big thing for this, and uh, Justin Lin, he's a big fan of the Han character. So it was sad when they wrote him out, but it's Hollywood. They'll figure a way. That he's back. He appears to be the real Han, not a clone or some type of evil twin. Uh, maybe he's been working for the Nobody organization and they rebuilt him stronger, better. He's like the six million dollar man. But I know the theme is justice for Han. So I don't know. I, I don't know where they're going with it. I would love to hear you guys' speculation. We have until May and and I am excited. I cannot wait until May 22nd. I'll be there with my ticket in 3D or, or IMAX waiting for to see some more ridiculous, fast action. But that's what you get when you sign up for those movies. You know that it's going to be crazy. It's going to be high octane. It's going to be a lot of uh, testosterone. It's going to be a lot of craziness. And you're going to get your money's worth. So uh, May 22nd. Fast 9 will hit the theaters. Tell me what you guys think of the trailer. Drop a line in the comments. Like and share and let everybody know about your favorite new podcast, DITD, down in the den. And until next time, deuces. Yay!